Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Wednesday, my friends, and welcome to yet another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. You may remember me, I used to do a tiny little show called Sports Bar, but <clears throat> the big drive time gig now, oh yeah. Anyway, you can check me out on Drive all week and forever. Well, not ever, I mean, there will be a time where I, anyway, four o'clock I'm back, so make sure you join me for that. Or check me out on Instagram, Andy Goldstein 5 Anyway, we begin with Man United and their fans booing skipper Harry Maguire during the club's pre-season friendly against Crystal Palace. On my show, the footy legend that is Stuart Pearce said supporters booing their captain are wrong and it's a sad situation. Boo! Boo! I've been at Wembley when there was, you know, suggestion that that was the case as well. I'm quite astounded. I, I, I personally think that I mean, I capped him as, as an under-21 player, so I've sort of, I know him not particularly well as a youngster, but I know him and I know he's a good kid, you know, and when I've been on the road with Talk Sport covering England games and his family are there and they're staunch uh, supporters of him and England and I, I find it quite sad, really. I think what's happened is um, a very, very small minority have started this, the media have picked up on it and all of a sudden it just seems to have, have grown legs a little bit. I find it quite sad, really. I'm not sure that some of the people that are booing Harry Maguire really understand why they're booing him, to be honest with you. I think a little bit of it is it's happened. Everyone boos Harry Maguire, so I'm going to join in mm. as well. Now, here's Talk TV's Piers Morgan with some revelations about some recent messages he's had from Man United's Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, I've got one here. It's from, uh, from Cristiano Ronaldo. It reads, don't pay any attention to Piers Morgan. I've never met him in my life. Oh, hold on. There's another one. Only joking. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, there's another one. What am I up to? Cristiano, I'm trying to do the podcast. Leave me alone. Block. I have had quite a lot of contact with him in the last week. I certainly think that um, I certainly think it would be highly unlikely, put it that way, if Cristiano Ronaldo plays another game for Manchester United. Highly, highly unlikely that he stays at Manchester United. That's that's all I would say. I think I think he's just mentally. I think he's moved on. I don't think Cristiano Ronaldo feels that Manchester United share his ambition. That's what I feel. I think he feels that the signings they're making the commitment they showed last season, where they finished up, the lack of Champions League football. If you're him and you're heading towards the end of your career and you still want to win major trophies, you've got to make one calculation. Am I going to do it if I stay at United? And I just don't think he feels the club structure from the top down 
is right. It's not a reflection on the new manager. I think he, he has a lot of respect for him. I just think it's, it, it, it's an accurate reflection of where United are right now. I think you might end up somewhere quite surprising. Now, England's women's manager, Serena Wiegmann, has been speaking to TalkSport's Sam Matterface and Alex Crook ahead of the Euros quarterfinal against Spain tonight, which, of course, is live on TalkSport. Come on, England. She spoke about dealing with the pressure of knockout football and making minimal changes to the team. But it's 8-0, and Beth Mead has an England hat-trick once again. Serena, in some ways, is expectation your biggest enemy now? Because obviously you cruised through the group. There was that amazing victory against Norway. So the public now are expecting you to, to win this game comfortably. But it's going to be much more difficult than that, isn't it? Yeah, it absolutely is. And, you know, every game is a different one. And I said after Norway, too, uh, it doesn't matter if you win 1-0 or 8-0. Or of course, 8-0 is really nice and it shows uh, how good we were. Uh, Norway had, had not a very good day. But at the end, you only have three points. And uh, it was the next step to um, to qualify for the quarterfinals. Uh, tomorrow it will be totally different. Uh, it's going to be a, a very tough game. I think a very open game. Uh, with two very good teams and um, yeah, as we said before the tournament um, there are many good teams in this tournament that uh, that challenge for the cup I do hope that you've been able to enjoy the tournament so far and see some of the fantastic crowds that have, have been gathering around uh, the stadiums ahead of matches and during the matches the atmosphere has been really good um, but uh, it has been affected by COVID-19 you currently have had COVID-19 and are recovering from it. Hannah Hampton has had it as well. Lotta Wuber-Moy has also been out of the camp with it. I mean, even pre-camp, you had an issue with Ellen White. What precautions are in place now to ensure that COVID doesn't ruin the Lionesses' progress at this tournament? We had more measurements and we tightened our bubble. We knew that, um, of course, we all hoped that COVID wouldn't be around anymore, but it's still. And we, in our preparations, we already mentioned that with the team. So, so when we spoke about expectations on pitch off, what can you expect? And uh, so in February, I already talked, well, we hope we don't have to do with, with COVID. If we do, then we have to make measurements. So everyone knows this, this could happen. And we all understand that we want to take out the risk of getting more positives. So we have to tighten our, our bubble. And whoever who comes in the bubble, that be as less people as possible, but they will be tested. And uh, we take responsibility, you know, with distancing, wearing masks, doing smart things to make the chance of getting positive uh, as low as possible. And we all know it's still part of life. So if there is a case, we just have to take action. Uh, and and yeah, how hard it is for the one who is who tested positive. We have to move on because uh, we have a game tomorrow. Uh, yeah, we're going to let you go now. But I have to ask you before you go: Do you know the words now to Sweet Caroline? Well, no, not totally. Sorry, <laughs> I do. I do know, and I knew. I knew the song. I knew the song, but really, honest, I have to practice a little more. But no, I'm I'm too focused on football yet. Now, England lost the opening ODI against South Africa in Durham in Ben Stokes' final appearance for his country in that format of the game. We'll hear from Steve Hammy-Harmison and Managing Director of Cricket Rob through the key, <coughs> brackets, hole on Stokes' retirement. But first, here's Johnny Norman calling the final moment of the match. 
It means England have been bowled out for the fourth ODI in a row inside their 50 overs. Uh, they've just lost 2-1 to India in a 50-over tournament. And now they're 1-0 down with two to play against South Africa. So problems already starting to rack up for the new captain, Joss Butler. And, uh, of course, now Ben Stokes uh, walks off into the sunset. There's so much cricket in such a short space of time where it's all crammed <coughs> in. It's their bodies as much as anything else. And Ben Stokes is someone that wants to be able to do everything in the game. Um, so I wasn't surprised about that. And... I think there'll be repercussions looking further down the line when when boards and the ICC start looking at the schedules for these cricketers. The fact is, I suppose, that Indian cricketers and English cricketers play more than anyone else. And what it really needs, I think, is everyone to come up with a workable solution so that you don't see guys um, retiring from one format. Do you think this is the start of something, a, a, a domino effect? easy that Ben Stokes is gone now that others will look at this decision other players you mentioned England players and India players who, have, who are the ones that play the most do you think they'll be looking at this and going well he's the first one to do it I'm going to I'm, I'm next if they don't change the schedule because they're not going to change the schedule there's no way the ICC will change the schedule but do you think some of the bigger stars will will walk away from one day cricket which will devalue 50 over well is it the beginning of the end for 50 over cricket no, well, the 50-over World Cup, they're, they're sort of scheduled up into the 2030s. So, so I'm not sure about that. I think what you'll end up seeing is that actually teams will end up preparing for those World Cups, for those world events, whatever they are, whether it's the World T20, as we've got coming up at the end of our summer uh, out in Australia. Then you've got the 50-over World Cup in India. So what you'll end up doing, so you'll end up prioritising those players into various formats. And, and it might be throughout the summer it's a build-up into that, so you might not see it. The FA is set to trial banning heading in football for children under the age of 12 in England. In terms of the senior game, campaigner Dawn Astle told TalkSport that players and coaches aren't taking heading guidance seriously enough yet. Last year, we heard uh, Nuno Espirito Santo saying that, you know, in training when he was at Spurs, it's, it's not something they particularly keep an eye on. And yet I'm hearing of other quarters that professionals are actually going to coaches and saying, how many high force headers have I done now? I think it's really important to be clear that, you know, if there wasn't the science behind it, none of this would have been put in place. None of this. We know that the Premier League did a study using mouth guards, which looked at the forces imparted through the head and brain when you head a football. And it was split into two categories, what they call high force headers, which is the header from you know, a free kick, a goal kick, a set piece, and a low force header, which is a head to head or a header from a throw in. And because of what came through on the data following that study, for professionals, they've put a limit of only 10 high force headers a professional footballer can do in training a week, just 10. On now to the Sports Barn with Jamie O'Hara and Jason Cundy. New owners come in, so we don't know what the owners, how they're going to react, what kind of football club Chelsea's going to be. Under Abramovich, if he was still in charge now and the sanctions hadn't come in, I think I think Tuchel would be under bigger pressure because yeah. there's been so much upheaval at Chelsea. Now the, now the club's been taken over. I don't know what club, how the club's going to move in what direction. Bowley seems like he's hands-on. He's brought in Koulibaly and replacement for yeah. Rüdiger, which, yeah. is, which I think is a good signing. Sterling, I think, is a br brilliant signing. I think we still need another centre-half. 
But that pressure, if Chelsea don't finish top four... Anyone, oh, he's gone. Okay. He's gone. If you so, don't finish in top four, he's gone. Okay. Even if you win the Carabao Cup. If the transfer window shut tomorrow, that's the what you're saying. the season started. And the season started. So I think Chelsea are uh, ill-prepared right now. We haven't got enough. That's certainly at centre-back. I think we need at least one more, depending on he's going to play a four or a three. I think he's going to play a three, so we need at least one, possibly mm. two more. Right now, I think Chelsea, if the season started tomorrow, I'll be worried. I'd be worried about top four. If the season started tomorrow and the transfer window shut tomorrow, I'd be worried. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. And amid the controversy in golf regarding the Rebel Live Tour, the British pro Chris Wood told Talksport Breakfast that despite the mega bucks on offer, every golfer wants to lift the claret jug, dot, 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 brackets, unless they're offered £150 million to never lift it ever again. In which case, I'm in. By the way, if Magic FM are listening to this, double my wages, I'm playing Kylie Minogue every single day for you. What a par four for Cameron Smith. He leads the Open Championship as he goes to the 18th tee at 19 under par. It comes down to what do you play the game for? I mean, I I, I was glued to the Open Sunday afternoon mm. and the feeling that Cameron Smith would have had of lifting that claret jug is, particularly as a British player, that's everything that we've grown up wanting to do is just to hold that claret jug. Well, that's it, gang. Oh, that's weird. I've got another WhatsApp there. I don't recognise the number. Hello, Andy. It's Cristiano here using Lionel Messi's phone. It seems as though you blocked me. Right, block Messi. Anyway, thanks for listening on the Talksport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show today at 4pm. After us, from 7pm, it's England against Spain in, of course, the Women's Euro 2022 quarterfinals. Lucky I named the year, in case none of you know what I'm talking about. That show presented by the wonderful Adrian Durham. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talks with Daily Podcast at first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until the thanks for this time, we'll go down above all. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport.